At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. You found primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Hour number two, primetime action live from the South Point Hotel Casino. Tip of the strip, Las Vegas, Nevada. Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, and Kelly Bidlin. Always fun on a Friday night at the South Point. Uh, not exactly a huge weekend here in Vegas. Not like it was fight weekend like last week. No. We have the CJ Cup down the street. You got a CJ Cup. You didn't go. You, you did not go. D- didn't go. Didn't go out there. It's, it's pretty cold right now here in <laughs> Vegas, Gil. Yeah, it was like what? Like 68 or something yeah, today? When I woke up today, it was 42 degrees. Wow. Which might as well be just 30 below. Just put me under. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. just end your life. Just, just, just put me under. We don't have the internet right now. It's 42 degrees outside. Things are just falling apart around Once here. it gets below Our 50. Pets, heads are falling off. Yeah. Forget the internet after. Once it gets below 50. In D.C., we used to say, because uh, we, we were sort of uh, kind of lame with snow there as well. We're not like Boston. You get like 30 inches, and they like, Kevin cleaned it up. Cleaned it up, no mm-hmm. problem, by uh, first thing in the morning. D.C., like if it got below 40 degrees, <laughs> the school superintendent was like, for God's sakes, get those kids out of school. Boy, if we got any snow. ice whatsoever in, yeah. in Louisiana. Any ice whatsoever. That was like school was off. Get those kids out. People didn't know how to drive on ice in Louisiana. You get you get oh, no. you get it never. Hard, right? It right. happens like once a year. So if there was ice, it'd be like, no way. Yeah, it's like get to stay home. It's like driving in L.A. with rain. People lose their minds. All right, you uh, are having a baseball game that's starting in about five minutes. You can still get your bets in on the Astros and the Red Sox. Game number one of the best of seven NLCS. Joe Buck, John Smoltz, ready to do their thing. Astros minus 143 consensus. Red Sox plus 133 on the dime line. 
Chris Sale going for the Red Sox. Red Sox bugaboo in the uh, division series against the Rays, even though they got through it in four games, was the starting pitchers didn't go far. Two of the games, they didn't really even get to the second inning. But even in the other three, they went five or five and a third and weren't very efficient. Now, there was some managing there for playoff games, right, where there was uh, intention to take them out earlier. But generally speaking, they're going to need better and longer performances from their starting pitchers in this series. Valdez against Sale in this one. Astros, favored. you have your your uh, NL, excuse me, your AL pennant futures and your World Series futures. Yeah, one of the things about the, the Boston lineup tonight, though, some of the guys that have really been you know, some of the better, bigger contributors for them are not that great against left-handed pitching. Um, if you look, I mean, the ISO difference between uh, you know, for Schwarber, Bogarts, uh, Devers, uh, Verdugo, all these guys, like, they, it is it is much, much different against lefties than it is against righties. And so if there is any sort of advantage, like, real built-in advantage tonight with, with Framber Valdez being on the hill for the Astros, it would just be these guys see righties and hit righties so much better than lefties for sure. Now, on the Houston side of things, that that differs a lot because you actually have some lefty mashers on the Houston side of things, Altuve, his whole career has been a lefty masher. Um, and and shockingly enough, some of these lefties for for the Astros hit lefties really well as well. I mean, listen, Kyle Tucker's been hitting everything. He's been hitting everyone and everything well all season long, but he actually hits lefties very well. Jordan Alvarez hits lefties very well as well. And then, of course, Yuli Gurriel, right-handed hitter there, first baseman, for the Astros is, is another one of those guys that, that hits lefties much better than righties. So there, there is at least uh, an advantage from that standpoint here as we as we enter all this. But again, all we've done is not take this Boston lineup seriously all year. And then all they've done is just now they've made it to the ALCS. So what do I know? If, if the Braves play the if the Braves play the Red Sox in the World Series, we might as well just not talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> just keep consistent the with what we've been doing we all year. Totally. We yeah. definitely. I mean. At least in those last two weeks, for sure. Whenever I was, whenever I was looking at the race for the worst team, like we definitely talked about the Orioles and the Diamondbacks way more than we talked about the Braves and the Red Sox. We did. We even brought it up. We're like, you know, every once in a while, I'd be like, well, what yeah, about you the Braves and the uh, Red Sox? <laughs> we never brought them up. Yeah, they, you know, like Spore would be like, yeah, me too. I'm still fading the Red Sox. The, the other one I got, the other one we were talking about downstairs earlier. I'm like, oh man, all four of these teams, like they are, they're not. Any, there's no underdog story to really root for. You know what I mean? It's like they've all been there, done that. Like I, the, Gi- the Giants, really, the losing took a little bit of the wind. Not, yeah. not only because of fandom and because of bets, but just from a viewing standpoint. Now I'm already like, all right, Dodgers, just get to the promised land so we can see who won the NL MVP already. Yeah, yeah, exactly <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. The, that, uh, no, that's a big pick. just like finish finish it up, Dodgers. Let's go. The 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 thing here, really, if you're an Astros fan, is you just want Valdez to not put himself into into trouble. He he finished up the year with a 10.4 percent walk rate, and so you you really 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 don't want that. And so you just don't want him putting himself into bad spots here. You just you know you certainly want the the Red Sox to be the ones that are making you pay for stuff, not your not your pitcher putting guys on for free. So that's really the thing that you're watching here uh, is, is Valdez and his control here a little bit earlier. His K rate only, you know, 22.2%. Not not bad, not great, just kind of right there in the middle there. XFIP of 3.81 on the season. Kelly, let's let's find some updates here because we got some college football going on right now. Yeah, Clemson out early. This is tight though. It's seven nothing, uh, but we are uh, seven minutes left in the first half already. Uh, they're up in upstate New York. 
Uh, Clemson, 12.5-point live favorite, 33.5 is the live total. Is that possibly late? Right? Let me check. 33.5. Makes sense. 33.5 is your live total in a Clemson football game in the first half. That's amazing. Wow, that says a lot. Okay. Uh, Marshall all over North Texas. That is 21 to nothing. Second quarter just underway there. Marshall laying 27 and a half live, 65 and a half. Your live total in that game. Over in the NHL, uh, we got a couple games here in progress. The Flyers up on the Canucks, one to nothing. That at the first intermission. And the Devils up on the Blackhawks, one to nothing. That game also at the first intermission. No live uh, numbers currently up for either one of those games. One late start tonight, Wild at the Ducks. That's at 10.08 Eastern time. Wild minus 180, Ducks plus 155.5 the total for that. Did you follow what happened with Andy McNeil's hockey pick last night? Oh, gosh. I, I Yes. So yes. He, so he had. The, remember we kept talking yes. about it? What was it, 4-1 to one when we first gave that update? So, yeah, he had the Red Wings at plus 190 last night, hosting the uh, defending Stanley Cup champion Tampa Bay Lightning. And we looked up, and it was... We didn't make the bet, none of us, because we're doing a show. And it was four to one Red Wings, and we're like, wow, four to one. And then as it was soon the first as, update we gave, the second period, you, four to one. I think we said four to one. And then as soon as you gave Run the away. update, by the time you gave it, it was four to two. Four to two. Then it was four to three. Then we looked away, it was four to three. So I, because of the baseball game, right? Because I was like all locked in to football and baseball, I just forgot about it because I didn't have a bet on it. And so then I found out, then he sends me a text, and he's like, oh man, we really, that really sucked. So I figured, oh, they just came back and they won five to four. He goes, oh no 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 no, we went yeah. back up six to three. The Red Wings did, and then the Lightning. <laughs> oh, I didn't even see that part of it. I figured it was just close. No, no, no. until overtime. Then the Lightning came all the way back, forced overtime, and won it seven to six. Brutal. Seven six or eight seven? Oh, maybe eight seven. I think, it was, eight, it, was. I think it was eight to seven. Maybe it was, it was eight to seven. It was a ridiculous. There were, I, hey, we don't do much with hockey on this show. Some of these these first couple days, the scores of some of these games have been absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, that's well. that was one, well. That was one of the things Andy said when I asked him, like, "What is he watching here early in the season?" And his he he said was the totals, right? To see how many goals were going to be scored. Yeah, and mm-hmm. so to try and figure out maybe is there anything that has shifted in the way that they're that they're refing these games or something like that. And so that was one of the things that he he did say he was going to be looking at was was what the totals looked like. That's really interesting because there have been, there have been some high, high-scoring games these past few days. Uh, he does have a play on the late game that has not started uh, tonight, the uh, Wild Ducks game that Kelly just uh, talked about. He likes the uh, small play, he says, on the over five and a half. You can get that plus money right now. Plus 100, he said, yeah. yeah. Anaheim, Minnesota, over five and a half. Um that's the late game, 10 o'clock Eastern, 7 Pacific. You going to play that one? Eh? That's not a, it's not an underdog play. Well, it's a plus money, though. It is? Yes. You just go, you just yeah. go underdog sides. No, no, no. That's, uh, that, that's good enough. So what do we want? We want the over? <laughs> that's what we want. Yeah, yeah. Go with the, the over. Five and a half. And it looks like some team in orange behind me is in the, in the uh, red zone, but I don't know which, which school it is. That would be Syracuse. It Syracuse. is very tough when you watch a Syracuse-Clemson game. You do have to do a double take like, wait, who's who? Especially when I got to do the crane my neck to see the TV behind me. First and goal for Syracuse, and that is a touchdown. touchdown. Walk it in. 7-6, to 533 left in the first half. And remember, this was the, uh, again, I'll say to get the site. Remember, it was like a Thursday night game. When uh, Trevor Lawrence was out, and it was it Kelly Bryant? Was that my man's name? Kelly Bryant, who uh, was the quarterback yeah. for uh, Clemson, and they went in there and lost. 
to Syracuse. This has that kind of feel, although, hey, look, Syracuse is 3-2. and two. Syracuse could be 500 after this game. Even though uh, I'm blanking on the Syracuse quarterback's name that year. I feel like he was a little cult hero for, like, all of one season. Who was their quarterback I'm going to remember year? it now, like, in 20 Oh, minutes. yeah, that was, like, the, the height of the Dino Babers era, wasn't it? Wasn't that, like, yes. peak, peak yes. Babers? Peak Babers. Here's the extra point, by the way, to tie it up. It should be noted that Clemson was a pre-flop good, 7-7. Seven seven. Clemson was a 13-point pre-flop favorite in this game. 7-7 seven seven now, 6-15 left in the second, actually less, 5-33 left in the uh, second quarter at Syracuse. Totals all the way up to 39.5 now. Pre-flop was 44, so still trending under on the pre-flop. We are underway in the game one of the ALCS Kike Hernandez steps in, singles, start things off. Schwarber in the two-hole, Bogarts, Devers, Martinez, Renfro, Verdugo, Arroyo, and Vasquez. For the Red Sox on the Astros side of things, Altuve, Brantley, Bregman, Alvarez, Correa, Tucker, Guriel, McCormick, and Maldonado. God, in the you, you forget how good the Astros lineup yeah. is, too. As great as the Dodgers lineup is, this is like... The second best. You Guriel hitting the seven hole. He yeah. hit like 313 this year or something or whatever. It's <laughs> amazing. Yeah. Um, not so much early in the uh, postseason, but these are like, you know, very small sample size stats. Uh, that Those first three, Altuve 313 in the postseason, Brantley 368, Bregman 375, <laughs> Correa, who's two spots later, 385, during this short postseason of just uh, four games thus far for the Astros. But uh, as you said, man on, nobody out. Kike's at first. And Kyle Schwarber taking his hacks early against Framber Valdez. We'll resume week six. More of the early games coming up in the National Football League. Namely, uh, let's talk about the uh, Cardinals and the Browns. Issues on both sides there. And then the Raiders and the Broncos. What do you make of that game in this post-John Gruden fallout week? Coming back on Prime Primetime Action. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. 
Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay. So you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah. Like check out these hair. I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, <laughs> hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot. Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self, and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Get in on the Bellator 268 action for free with the Bellator MMA Prediction Challenge. Answer questions about how you think it'll all go down tomorrow night for your shot at up to $5,000. Not bad. Head to DraftKings.com slash Showtime now to make your predictions before the fights begin. We'll be one step closer to claiming the light heavyweight throne. I don't know. Don't miss the light heavyweight world Grand Prix semifinals tomorrow night, October 16th, live on Showtime. Terms and conditions apply and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Kyle Schwarber hits into a double play uh, after the Kike Hernandez single, and I have turned my head, so I don't know where they stand now, but uh, <laughs> but that's where they were after two batters anyway. Looks like the Astros are still on the field, so I'm guessing somebody uh, got on base. Did I? I don't know. We'll see. Come back. Still 7-7, seven to seven, Syracuse and Clemson, 355 left in the second quarter, third and seven facing the uh, the Clemson side right now. As DJ, we don't talk about DJ so much anymore, do we? No. Yeah, by the we way, not. there's two consecutive oh, hits oh. now. Two consecutive hits now for the Red Sox. So all of a sudden, runners at the corners with two out. So three, I, I don't know what happened on the, on the batter before this, uh, but right now some noise. That was a Devers bloop into left field crushed it bogart's walk <laughs> bogart's walk so two hits and a walk issued from uh framber valdez that was a bloop right over bregman's head the, the uh the curse of the shift there because if he's playing normal he catches that yeah he had to run half a mile to get there the curse of the shift good call bogart's who's who's you know after rounding second base had to hesitate there for a second uh, actually i don't know why he hesitated because it would have been the third out so i'm not sure why i did but first and third now as J.D. Martinez tries to uh, draw first blood in this ball game for the Red Sox. Why is the infield so wet? Is that literally just from the... It's an the, excellent question. The pregame one, sprinkle down? They did too oh, much? I was wondering the same. Well, or, like, Cliff mean, Kingsbury has tested positive for COVID and is out for this week's game. Wow, right as we we're about to talk about this game. <laughs> Good segue. Well, there you go. Browns at Cardinals. There's your headline. Cliff Kingsbury will not be on the sidelines. Well, I have a Browns ticket that I was not feeling great about. I still don't feel all that great about it. But I hate this game so much. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, it's, yeah. I mean, so I still don't parts. feel all that great about it. But um, I do. I have the Browns at three. That said, the injury report is comical. 
I mean, it's basically the only way to put it. So one thing we do know for sure is that Nick Chubb is out. And of course, that is a huge, huge loss for this Browns team. But you have Kareem Hunt, who's technically listed as questionable. If you read what the beat writers say, he was held out all week long because they were fairly sure Chubb wasn't going to be able to go. So that was like a super, super precaution because they were they were figuring that Chubb was not going to be able to go. Denzel Ward, Miles Garrett, both questionable on the defensive side of the ball. Jedrick Wills is questionable. He's an offensive lineman for them. Uh, David Njoku is questionable. Greg Newsom, J.C. Treader is an offensive lineman for them who is also questionable. So it is, I mean, seriously, it is it is ridiculous how many guys are listed as questionable for, for, for this team. So we don't really know what the Browns lineup is going to look like when they roll out there, who is going to be playing and who is not. The only thing we definitely know is that Nick Chubb is not going to be out there. That is for sure. But then you have on the Cardinals side of things, which might be even more about than anything else, is the fact that Kyler Murray... Now, he doesn't have an injury injury designation, but we know that he was limited practice all week long because of this throwing shoulder thing. If you guys remember back to last year, and we do because we were, we noticed it the second it happened, when he got hurt, they, they rolled him out, and he, he didn't, wasn't listed on the injury report either, it right? But it guy. was like a clear shoulder, you know, it was a clear injury to him, even though he was not listed on the injury report as it is anyway. So take that for what it's worth that he's not listed, but he was limited all week and it's been a shoulder thing with him. Uh, Chase Edmonds is questionable for them. Kelvin Beecham, who is a starting tackle for them is listed as questionable. Byron Murphy cornerback for them listed as questionable. So they have a lot of injuries on their side as well. And now we just literally just coming through their head coach isn't going to be on the sideline. So that being said, Gil, maybe that is a good thing as well. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I didn't want to say it, but you're saying it. no, you never know. Cause, uh, not the not the greatest in game manager, Cliff Kingsbury, but he uh, we we hope he's okay. We hope he uh, makes it through just fine. Uh, good call by you though. Yesterday, while we were watching the uh, Bucks Eagles game, you said, "Hey, there's a report that uh, Zach Ertz or Dallas Goddard might be scuttled from the team, uh, and that maybe it will be to the Cardinals, who had a Max Williams season-ending injury." And in fact, that's exactly what happened today. Zach Ertz goes to the Cardinals in exchange for cornerback Tay Gowan and a 2022 fifth round pick. So nice call by you. Honestly, I think it, this Ertz thing is, it, even though he's a shell of the player he he was, I mean, I actually think this is a, a decent little pickup for them because, again, if he can play that Max Williams just move the chain role, like you don't need him to be a dynamic player really anymore. You need him to just go find holes in the defense, sit down, Make a catch for six yards to move the chains, and because you've got all these other guys that are your that are your playmakers. I mean, like they're they're they are not lacking at all when it comes to talent at the wide receiver position. So yeah, I actually think it's a pretty interesting little little pickup for them. I mean, the, the big glaring advantage in this one is the Cleveland run game against the Cardinal against the Cardinal run defense. But the problem is, is there's a couple of different offensive linemen that may or may not be out there for the Browns, as well as a you know we know for sure that. Nick Chubb ain't going to be there. It's going to be Kareem Hunt and a, and a Kareem Hunt that was had to be limited in practice all week long because they wanted to make sure, wrap him in bubble wrap, that he was going to be able to go this week. So that is, this is just a very, very curious game. Now you add in this whole head coach thing that goes along with this as well. I mean, like I said, I had a Browns ticket because I thought this injury report was actually going to go much better in my favor as opposed to half the team being listed as questionable. It seemed like most of these guys were trending to playing, and they very well might play. Um, we won't know that obviously until 90 minutes before kickoff, but um, 
I like the Browns if most of those guys end up playing. I'll put it that way. So if you want to be sitting at your if you want to be sitting there watching the injury report when it comes out 90 minutes prior to kickoff, and if most of these guys end up playing for the Browns, I like them a ton in this game. If for whatever reason uh, most of them don't, I don't know. I, I don't. I'll probably just hold the losing ticket here. I don't think I'll buy off of anything, but um, it, it becomes a much a much closer because again, the big matchup here is their run game versus this run defense for Arizona. Really, JJ Watt's the only guy on this defensive line that is any sort of run stopper. They've got a lot of pass rushers. You know, they got a lot of pass rushers, but they don't have a lot of run stoppers. So the other one coming down, I'm just seeing right now, and Matt, I apologize if you said this already, but QB quarterbacks coach Cam Turner also out for the game, and the defensive lineman Zach Allen also this, due to COVID. This is what you worry about, right, with survivor picks or, you know, just bets in general, handicapping contest picks. You almost have to mm-hmm. wait as long as possible to know who's going to be around and who's not. Um has moved to three and a half at two two different places now in favor of the Browns. The uh, Houston Astros, Framber Valdez, with a cluster luck kind of inning, <laughs> a sequencing for good fortune inning, uh, single, double play, walk, single, walk, then Hunter Renfro hits into a bases-loaded uh, out, uh, pop-up rather, and so he gets away unscathed in the inning despite giving up two hits and two walks. So 0-0 headed to the bottom of the first at Houston. Uh, Vikings at Panthers real quick. No Christian McCaffrey. No Christian McCaffrey. And this is looking this is looking rough because again, if he, he got a, he got back out there and then went backwards. And that's always a, a very bad sign that this thing could end up lingering even longer as we go on. So what has happened here is this has now moved to two and a half in favor of the Vikings, a total of forty five and a half here. If you really just kind of look up and down. By the way, all those guys that weren't practicing all week for the Vikings, we kind of figured it was that whole maintenance thing. They wanted to make sure these guys weren't hurt. That's exactly what I meant. So, Dalvin Cook, Adam Thielen, uh, Justin Jefferson, all three are not even listed on the injury report. So, they got no designation whatsoever despite the fact they didn't practice all week because, again, they were just they were just keeping them in bubble wrap as well. And so, this I honestly think, too, we're starting to see now maybe some of the effects of this, like, 17-game season, how this is going to play out. Because, you know, there used to be veteran days. Like, Justin Jefferson's second year in the league, and he's getting veteran day. You know, yeah. like, it's yeah. more of the – so now it's not veteran days. It's like you're an important player. Good player days. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah it's like it's important <laughs> player days now as opposed to veteran days. We talked about it. We, we referred to it because the basketball term is load management. We referred to it last year. Like, I wonder what it's going to be like load management-wise next year, especially as the season progresses down with 17 games. But really what it sounds like, it's just preservation mode yeah. moves by a lot of these teams. So many cluster injuries, and then there's COVID. Yeah, and I think that you look at, you know, like a Vikings, you look at like a Vikings team, and they're they're like, okay, Justin Jefferson, if Justin Jefferson gets hurt or he's not 100%, then like it's a huge knock to us. So, veteran day for the second year guy, yeah. you know, and I don't blame him. After we found out McCaffrey was out, that was that really came out yesterday, and they, I saw that injury report this afternoon. I went and fired on a, on a, a shorter Vikings money line here in town, minus 128. I didn't get a money line. I got a one and a half on them. Okay. Um, in this in this one, it's it just again we, we're in the, we're in the era of running backs don't matter, but. Christian McCaffrey matters. He's one of the few that do actually matters and matters to the line and and matters to what they what they can do as an offense. And again, this defense was set up for regression. It's not doesn't mean they're going to be a bad defense by any stretch of the imagination, but but very easy schedule at the beginning of the year. It's getting into a much 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 more tough stretch right now. And nobody wants the Panthers teaser leg. I do not.
Well, thank you. No, thank you. We'll come back. Uh, Chargers and the Ravens. And we'll get to that Raiders-Broncos game. Week 6 injury reports you need to know right here on VEASAN's Primetime Action. You are looking live at Primetime Action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Get a second shot to survive this football season with Why the Last Man Second Shot Football Survivor presented by FX. Join for free and pick winning teams each week starting week six for your shot at up to $20,000. Head to DraftKings.com slash FX. Now to get in on the action, FX, there is no box. That's what it tells me to say. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. That's pretty good. Grab your share of $20,000. Second shot at Survivor if you're out already. No box. It says there is no box. I just read what's in front of me. Sometimes they tell you just got to read what's in front of you. Yeah, man. One out, one on for the Astros. Altuve with a leadoff walk. And Sale just retired. Uh, Brantley. Bregman takes his hacks. Oof. Leaflet. See what he can do against Chris Sale here. Um, Kelly, you have an update on who will be coaching the Cardinals, who will, who will assume the coaching duties for the Cardinals this weekend? Uh, yeah, let me just... Uh... Get back to that tweet. Yeah, let's see. We've got Van. Uh, so, okay, so defensive coordinator Vance Joseph and yeah. assistant head coach and special teams coordinator Jeff Rogers will split the Cardinals' head coaching duties. That, according to Adam Schefter. All right, Vance Joseph, former head man of the Denver Broncos, who is now uh, coordinating there in Arizona, defensive coordinator. Okay, um, let us continue. Also early. By the way, that Cardinals Browns game was a late game. Wanted to point out we did that out of order because of uh, the Kingsbury news. But one last early game, Chargers at Ravens. All things considered, pretty clean reports here. Yeah, so Sammy Watkins is out for the Ravens, but they did go ahead and activate Rashad Bateman. So he is going to see his first snaps of the year for the Ravens. Uh, on 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 the Charger side, actually a little bit of concern here, which is why I really wanted to play the Chargers this week and... I really wanted to play the Chargers, and not to spoil our thing a little bit, I wanted to play the Chargers in the contest as well. But Mike Williams not practicing all week long and being listed as questionable, I think he's probably on the not great side of questionable considering he was unable to get out there and practice all week long. And he has been a beast for this team. Yes, he has. Like, he has been an absolute beast for this team. And so... Him not being out there is pretty interesting when it's all said and done for for this Chargers team. I mean, listen, we have seen the evolution of, one, the quarterback position and the the evolution of an offense as well. So Baltimore, we talked about this a little bit leading into their last game. There is a rope by Alex Bregman. Mm-hmm. First and second out, one out. Baltimore, one of the, one of the teams we came in, and I'm as guilty of this as anyone, just had golf of priors, but it was like the team where I was saying, if they ever get behind, I'm never going to back them. They're the team that they can't come back. They're this run-heavy approach. Then they lose their first-string running back. Then they lose their second-string running back. Then they lose their third-string running back. And now they have to go sign some guys off the street. And what that did, and it's a little bit, you know, I think we just think that running backs come in, you just turn around, you hand the ball, and then they go do their thing. But, I mean, you know, a, a, an offense like the, Ravens run is specifically is one that you, you gotta you gotta know. I mean, you gotta pick it up, right? I mean, it's pretty complicated. And and Lamar Jackson, whether he's gonna, you know, all the different all the different ways that he is, you know chooses to either hand it off, or pull it back, and him run himself, and all the different ways that, that they go about all that stuff is, is is actually fairly complicated. So to think that it was just going to run smoothly, I think it was a little naive on my part. And 
And what that's done is, is made this team much more pass heavy. And Lamar Jackson has actually stepped up really well so far. And he, he has been, he, he is, his deep ball has gotten extremely better. He is a lot more accurate than he used to be as well. And one of the other things is he's not as quick to pull it down and take off. He will throw out of the pocket a little bit more. And that was one of the biggest knocks on him for the first couple of years was, and who can blame a guy who's got that type of speed and that type of skill to be able to go and dodge tacklers and, and get that 10 yards whenever you need it. But as soon as the pocket even slightly began to collapse, he just pulled it down and took off running, right? Mm-hmm. Like you, you can't really be successful in the NFL doing that. And he has not done that so far this year. Then you look on the other side of the ball and you've got Justin Herbert, who's been absolutely fantastic. He has been, I mean, Gil and I both feeling pretty good about having an MVP ticket out on him. One of the other things is this Baltimore defense is Wink Martindale, he just blitzes left and right and left and right and left and right. And that's what he really likes to do and wants to do. Well, we talked about how he didn't do that against Patrick Mahomes to success. The other quarterback in the league, by the way, who is really, really awesome against the blitz and awesome under pressure, Justin Herbert. Justin Air Bear. And so do the Ravens do what they did against the Chiefs? Do they play a different type of defense than they normally would play against any other? Because, listen, that was one of the things that was very shocking to me was that they completely changed the way that they played played defense this time that they played the Chiefs against Mahomes. And I thought that that was a very, very smart way to go about it. And I think – if you look at the success they had whenever they did that, why wouldn't you do that here against Herbert as well? Make him have to throw against a full complement of defenders back there, and especially if if Mike Williams is is limited and or doesn't happen to go in this one, then that could be a really, really big, big advantage for Baltimore in this thing. So, like I said, I wanted to play the Chargers. There was a lot of things that led me to believe that the Chargers were going to be able to get this done, specifically the fact that I thought – Herbert matching up against this blitz was going to be, you know, a real big advantage for them. I also thought this this Chargers defense was going to be able to kind of neutralize and limit what Baltimore's doing. I think, and Gil, I know you were high on him coming out of college. I think Rashad Bateman yes. coming into this offense here, like Sammy Watkins out, Rashad Bateman in is not a downgrade at all. If anything, I think it's an upgrade. Like Sammy Watkins is nothing anymore in this league. I mean, he's a he's a just a possession dude. He's a guy that's he's a warm body out there. But Rashad Bateman's a guy that I think can actually make a difference for this team. So with all the everything that kind of came about here over the last little bit, and, and this Mike Williams news really does have me off of uh, of the Chargers. And I know you're going to say, you know, one wide receiver would get you off of a play. Well, you know, listen, this is a guy that has been he's been the one for this team. I mean, like it, it's been Mike Williams, not Keenan Allen, who's been the number one for this team. So far this year, and so yes, when number one wide receiver goes out, I mean, I, I, it's it's a thing for me. So I, li- I like when you put on the voice of the naysayer. We should probably put up the Wink Martindale. Uh, I, I, I had Wink to tell Isaiah to pull it back in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Wink Martindale on Justin Herbert. He's one of those guys that could throw a strawberry through a battleship. Jordan Alvarez, deep fly ball, left field. It is playable, but because of a wild pitch and the runners advancing to second and third, Altuve will try to score, and he will. From third, sacrifice fly, Houston one, Boston nothing. Yeah, Bottom that, of the first. On that slip and slide mud they got out there, you could slide from halfway yeah. down the base path and make it in there easily. <laughs> uh, okay, let's squeeze in one more. Raiders at the Broncos. Now we're in the afternoon window, and because there are a couple buys now, 
uh, four teams in a couple games, it would be uh, on the slate that are not four teams on by San Francisco, New Orleans, and of course the two teams that played in London last week, Atlanta and the Jets. We only have three games in the afternoon, uh, and again, one of them we already did, which is in the 4:05 Eastern time frame of the Cardinals and the Browns. Well, now 425 at 125 Pacific Raiders at Broncos. What do you do with this? Well, guys, we did not know this whenever we rushed to this, and we thought that maybe this thing was that maybe we had not actually gotten a good number. This thing has moved to four and a half at DraftKings now. Mm-hmm. It is four and a half at MGM. It is four at everywhere else. So us getting in on that three uh, is going to be, you know, listen, it is going to be the best of the number. Now, we, we we did it right when Gruden yes, resigned. Yeah. Yes, so uh, you know at the at the at the end of the day, all we can do is get in whenever we thought that that we were going to get the best of it. So that's where we sit right now. Again, like I said, it's moved four and a half at a few of the different books out there. So there's some money coming in on the Broncos here, pretty good. Look, Melvin Gordon being out, not a real big thing at all, really for for this Broncos team for me anyway. And Josh Jacobs is apparently got some sort of illness. It's not COVID, so he might be able to play. It sounds like he'll probably go, but. Yeah. If you're looking to bet the Raiders, definitely check on it. He might have had a rumbly in his tumbly or something like that. You yeah. know, he's just he's something, <laughs> something going on with that. Uh, but, I, I, you know, look, I'm fine holding the ticket that I have because I do believe, and even though, you know, we had Johnny on here and he said, he said that John Cruden was worth nothing. You know, to yeah. us last night, he said literally towards zero. Yeah. <laughs> Johnny Avello, uh, he doesn't get qu- uh, very opinionated on things. Like he yeah. really went off on that one. Was, it was. I was like, "What's he worth?" He's like, "Yeah, nothing. I don't think he's very I good. Don't think so he's nothing. worth anything." I don't know what John John Gruden did to Johnny Avello uh, in the past, but yeah. man, seemed a little, seemed a little, uh, seemed yeah. a little personal a little there. Personal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so he, yeah, he he said he's worth nothing. So uh, this thing did move a point and a half. By the way, I agree then. with Johnny Avello. I don't think he's yeah. worth. I don't think he's worth anything. The only reason I thought he was worth at least a little, at least something for this game in particular, was strictly just because he calls plays. Me so, too. Yeah. So like, I thought the the changing of the guard of of someone taking over the play calling duties and that having, I would agree with. Yes. Like, I I didn't think like maybe in the long term, but I thought for just this particular game. He would at least be worth something, you know, and so that's why we we did what we did and jumped on that number when we jumped on oh, that number. Um, DJ, what are you doing? Almost threw a pick there. Are seven, we still seven seven? Still seven seven. Half, but, going but, ahead but, and half. But Clemson is uh, inside the red zone. But DJ almost uh, threw a terrible pick there. Flag on the field might not have mattered. Hey, remember when he was going to win the Heisman Trophy in the national championship? That was cool. That was cool. It, it is <laughs> it is on Clemson, by the way. So it could have been a pick. That was all two months ago. We can close this out by basically saying, I have a three ticket on the Broncos. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, like I, I took yeah. it because yeah. I, I took it because I thought it was going to be the better of the number. We got a good number. Yeah, we did. We yeah, got a good know. number. That's what we did. There it is. Cowboys Patriots, the last of the afternoon games. Then we'll get a Sunday night Seahawks Steelers. Cowboys Patriots, one of the more intriguing ones. We'll get to that next. Vicent's primetime action. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast 
is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back on primetime action live from the South Point, Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Kelly Bidlin, and a cast of thousands, all led by the great Isaiah Von Wrinkle downstairs. Is Isaiah leading the show, or am I just giving him that title? What does he do down there? Is he leading it? Yeah, he's run, he's running graphics. He does. He, I mean, he always directs on Thursdays. Now oh, he's running graphics because okay. we got the great Dakota directing tonight. So Dakota running the show. He does. Tonight. He does everything though. Yeah, he's okay. von Rinkle. I mean, he really produces the thing. What do I do up here during the show? I mean, come yeah, on, no, you just you just talk it with us. I'm yeah, just I'm making a bet over here, guys. When you been? Don't you worry. When you been? I'm gonna do that Chiefs Rams. You didn't have that. Oh, you did the. Oh, you added the Rams in there. Yeah, I haven't yeah. You, you did have Chiefs Chargers tease though, right? Didn't yeah. you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Don't love it. Because I've got that one in my pocket, too. Yep, don't love it. They have to add the Rams myself. I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I'm still okay with it. I, I think you did. Your Chargers-Ravens breakdown was was great. I Yes, I'm not. Mike Williams, Mike Williams plays, I'm fine. Mike Williams being out would be terrible. Would be terrible. Don't get me wrong. But still, I'm fine. If he's out, Herbert, plus eight and a half, I'm good with. Just you Actually, think I got plus nine. Just because you think there's one wide receiver out, man. You know, <laughs> I love that. It's the average NFL betting the average, Just because you think one wide receiver is out. All right, so this game, uh, let's tell everybody what happened You could here. just bet the Eagles plus seven. Oh, that <laughs> was. Like, again, I'll, I'll I'm going to spend all. one minute on that real quick. I get those all the time. Because how many of us do have the buddies that are like, hey, what are you playing tonight? What are you playing tonight? Oh, what are you yeah. playing? Yeah. And I probably got three or four of those texts yesterday before the game. And you know they're just waiting for you to say, play the Bucks or play the Bucks in a teaser. They don't want to hear Eagles or anything like that. And I'm like, listen, I got a little bit of respect for the Eagles. I'm not doing anything with this game, not doing anything with it. And then all game I'm getting, oh, Bucks, they're rolling, they're rolling, they're dude, rolling. Dude. End of the game, I just put them all in one text together. I'm I, like, how'd that work out for you? Guys? You are describing my buddy in the Bay. I won't say his name, Reza. He mm-hmm. does that all the time to me, all the time. Why are you asking me, man? And then you're texting me while then, I'm on then, the air saying then, how wrong I am. Well, and then when it gets home, well, you hear nothing. Exactly. Nothing. Next day, hey, you got another one? <laughs> Cowboys at Patriots. All right, so this is interesting. So Cowboys-Patriots, this line is crashed. 
Now, Kelly, tell tell everybody the the American treasure that is Jimmy Vaccaro walked in here right at the beginning of the show to show you a ticket. What oh, was that ticket? Yeah, this is something we should uh, we should talk. Whoa, wait, I gotta let me update that again, Isaiah, because if it's three, Kelly's got to make another run. Um, is it three? So, beginning of the show, the legend that is Jimmy Vaccaro walked in here. He showed me a ticket, and uh, someone had bet $22,000 on the Patriots plus three and a half here at the South Point. They immediately moved the number down to three. Uh, I maybe ran out there during the next segment while you guys were doing excellent NFL breakdowns to try to bet the Cowboys minus three. And uh, it had moved back to three and a half within 10 minutes. Just like that. So... That's, what, that's what happens here at the South Point, though. Yeah, that's what happens here at the South Point. And, you know, th- th- you could say, hey, there's may- maybe that's a head fake. Maybe that's just two different betters. Don't really know. I We, we, we don't know. We, we've been on the air. We haven't been able to ask Jimmy. But um, it was, you know, it's a little odd when you see, see something like that happen. It could have been someone that, uh, you know, came right back in with a, a 50K bet on the Cowboys. And then that's enough to move it back to three and a half. I think that the point of bringing this up is, I am not understanding, with the exception of the answer of, well, it's Bill Belichick, yeah. right? Besides that answer, I don't understand why all the Patriots' money is coming in. Not just that little exchange, but throughout the course of the week. Because this was, what, four and a half at one point? And now it's three and a half teetering on three. Why? Yeah, you nor I. And, and look, I, you know, I was leaning towards the Cowboys in this anyway. I, I don't know why this continues to move. I mean, listen... Trayvon Diggs, I get it. He's been super fantastic so far, and I understand that he's truly questionable. They say he's going to be a game-time decision for this game. But outside of that, I mean, are you are you worried because Zeke is questionable? I mean, no, have yeah. you seen they got, they got Tony Pollard? Like, well, are, are you worried? Good. Because like, I, I don't know. Like, what are what are people worried about here? I don't know what they're worried about in this thing, especially when you look at the injury report for the Patriots, who definitely are going to be without Shaq Mason on the offensive line. Their Jalen Mills at corner is questionable. Kyle Van Noy at linebacker is questionable. You also have Damian Harris, the running back, who is questionable for them. Justin Heron tackle is questionable for them. They're they're still they're still nicked up all over the place here with all this. And and honestly, if you look at the at the advanced metrics here and the advanced numbers on these things, like there is nothing that would lead you to believe that this defense is going to be able to slow down this juggernaut that is this Cowboys offense. I mean, like, they're – the thing is, is they're pretty bad against the run. And so, like, yeah, the Cowboys, we think, okay, high-flying, you know, you've got you've got Dak and you've got Amari Cooper and you've got CeeDee Lamb and, and all that. But, I mean, they can run the ball too. Yeah, and they, they run the ball pretty well. Offense. Yeah, and they run the ball pretty well so far to the tune of having the number three rush offense DVOA in all of the NFL, the number three rush offense according – to Pro Football Focus as well, number one in the entire NFL in adjusted line yards. Their run block win, win rate is third overall in the league. Well, that's like the biggest place where there's a huge deficit for the Patriots, you know. And so, for me, what what am I? Yeah, what are we missing? What am I missing? Because like, if you're thinking it's because like oh they're not going to be able to pass on them like all that much because they they at least defend the pass semi decent. Well, one this offense is can pass on anybody. This offense is that elite. They're going to be able to do whatever they want to on anyone as it is anyway. But they should be able to run the ball with incredible efficiency, whether Zeke plays or not. It doesn't matter. Like, like whether Zeke plays or not, it, it literally, it, this is like the second best backup running back situation in the league behind Alexander Madison, Dalvin Cook thing. Like yeah. this is, this is and maybe a, Cleveland. Yeah. Well, they're kind of yeah, one dual one starters. Yeah. yeah it, it, there. But like, you know, a guy who's like 
technically a backup. Like, I mean, this is this is the best situation you could possibly have. And so, I don't know. I don't get it. I do not get it. I threw you cash to run. <laughs> and it, unfortunately, the line had gone gone back to three three and a half. But yeah, I, I don't know. I don't so even it. just super general, like this is we're looking. At, we're five weeks into the year now. The Patriots have two wins. They've beaten the they've beaten the Jets and the Texans and shouldn't they, and shouldn't have beaten the Texans who they just squeaked by. Mm-hmm. Yeah, shouldn't have even beaten. I mean, I think this is, I think it's a, a too much respect for Belichick thing going on here, and then maybe some respected money coming in because you brought that up before, Gil. Here's the ticket money situation right now in this game. It is eighty one percent of the handle on the spread is on the Cowboys. Ninety two percent of the money line is on the Cowboys. So it's not like money's pushing it the Patriots' way, unless it's the right kind of money. I'll put it this way. I don't, Listen, I don't, I don't, expect, I don't, I don't expect the Dallas defense to be a top six defense the entire year like they are right now. But, you know, if what what if what Dan Quinn has done here has, has, has made at least a top 12 defense, has made an upper third defense in the NFL out of this, out of this unit? Well, it's still, we always talk about, oh, Bill Belichick versus a, rushing, versus a rookie quarterback. Well, how about Dan Quinn versus a rookie quarterback? How about what sure. he's done with this defense versus a rookie quarterback? With By the way, a rookie quarterback that has no playmakers, that has literally, he's got two good tight ends, but nobody at the wide receiver position whatsoever to be able to come back. And as y'all mentioned, they had to squeak by the Texans. Like, had to squeak by the I mean, and, and needed a big comeback in order to be able to do that. Well, they're not going to be able to come back whenever they get down on this Dallas team. And the Dallas team is probably going to have such a lead anyway if they fall, you know, if the Patriots start falling behind, it's probably the Cowboys piling on, piling on, piling on. I I, I don't get it. I, I This is one of the ones I'm willing to die on a hill on here. Me too. I, it's the same thing I said last week when, when I'll, sometimes I'll just, I'll just die on the hill and, of, and, and you can prove it to me that I, I, I don't get it. I'll just ask it. I already know the answer, but I think it deserves to be brought up. You don't really think like respected money sees Trayvon Diggs on an injury report is questionable and goes, oh boy. No, I don't. I don't. I, I, don't I, I, I think maybe, but I think maybe there's a tie to respected money and Bill Belichick. I don't know though. I don't know. I'm not, now I'm just making up it. reasons. Yeah, that's but what I'm doing. I will say it does seem to, it does seem to be one of the popular sharper plays of the week, the Patriots. And I think what we bring up all the time on this show is, we don't care about that, and I don't see a re- like this is going to be the squarest bet of the weekend, and I don't care. I will play it every single time. Here's the question: Later, we're going to get to our circa million three primetime action entry, and we're going to talk about games. What do you anticipate being the play in a contest on this game? Do you think that it will be a popular Cowboy selection? A popular Patriot selection or not a popular pick either way? That's a great question. I'm I'm going to guess from what I've heard this week from people that it's going to be neither. It's, it's going to be not not a top five and it's not a bottom five. Really? Hmm. Not not a top what, five what is it in circa three and a half? It is three and a half in circa. Yeah. You said really. You sound like you think it. Otherwise. I thought people would have played the. I mean, just the way that it seems like this is going. I thought people would have played the Patriots, but maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong. But why just following the money? Yeah. Yeah. Just, just kind of like mm. looking at where this was, where it is, thinking that it's gonna like you know that that they're they're missing something on that end. We're, we're like we're missing it, something on the it, other end. It really is though. It, yeah. It's a it's an interesting lesson in psychology too, because that really is sort of the rinsing is like, what am I missing? Mm. It is. It's scary. Uh, I guess I gotta play the Patriots. This is like you know but if, we don't do that here. Yeah, if, if Cowboys don't cover, like you know, I'll be in Matt Brown's guest bedroom on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> that bad, huh? <laughs> That much. <laughs> no, I don't know about that. <laughs> All 
All right. Well, we still have the primetime games to get to. We will do that after the break, and then we will hash out. Doesn't sound like we have much hashing out to do, but we'll see with our Circa Million 3 entry. Uh, the primetime games, Seahawks at Steelers, which is interesting in and of itself now that we are in the Geno Smith zone. And then, of course, the Monday Nighter as well. The Bills and the Titans will do that next on VEASAN's primetime action. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote getting ready to take on spring Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.